All right, family, welcome back. This is Pastor. This is a window to look through, and I'm with the lovely ladies, the ambassadors of diversity for Fresno Pacific University. Here we have at the table, give us your name Daniela, Drew. Haley, Nia. That's right. And Pastor, yours truly. And today we are going to be diving into some issues that matter. Our topic on the table is called allyship. (laughs) And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. (laughs) We don't know, so we asking somebody. Right, we asking Drew. (laughs) Lady Drew is going to be driving the car today. So Drew, what is allyship? Alrighty. I think... What we should do first is go around and everybody say what the, not even a definition, because I don't even think we're there yet, but what's the person you think of when you hear the word ally or like when you hear it in the news or whatever? Um, I'll go first. When I think of an ally, I think of the opposite of a bully. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you can be however, like, you don't have to be politically correct. It doesn't really matter. Just whatever you think. Right. Good. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think an ally is like a partnership mm-hmm. to um, to stop or just be on somebody's side. Like, I, I think of, like, history stuff. Okay. When, they, when like, certain countries were allies. So, basically, okay. they, they can't fight each other, but they can go fight somebody else. Yeah. Okay. So, political allies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I think of it. That's well, what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, <clears throat> alliance sense is what I thought. So mm-hmm. it's just like allyship. I was like, oh, you know, maybe that's what it means when I, because I have no understanding of what it means, or I've never like really heard of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I really didn't have the time to look into it until like I came in. And I was like, oh, allyship. What is this? <laughs> okay, good. I think it's um a lifelong friendship between groups of people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. What you think, Pastor? Well, yeah. I think it's somebody who's down with you. Yeah. Mm. Regarding your particular positions. So if we're talking about diversity and the impact that allyship has on that, it's somebody that's going to be an ally with your perspective right. and not necessarily an enemy, right? Mm-hmm. It's the very opposite of an enemy. But Drew, you teach in this class. <laughs> Talk to me. Why is this important and why does it matter? Okay. You guys were all right, by the way. Um, The Google definition says allyship is not an identity. It is a lifelong process of building relationships based on trust, consistency, and accountability with marginalized individuals and or groups of people. Mm. It's not self-defined. Our work and our efforts must be recognized by the people we seek to ally ourselves with. So why it's important, um, I think... It's important uh, because, A, it's a unifier. There's nobody excluded when we're talking about being an ally. Anyone can be an ally. And as students of diversity, a lot of the time we're talking about our own personal experiences, what it means to be a woman or black or Hispanic. We can't always include everyone. So that's why I chose this mm. as our one of our first topics of the week so that anyone can listen to this and get something from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Another reason why I wanted to talk about this is I think the definition of being an ally is changing. I know um, the past few I've talked about how I think we're 
becoming a little better with improving and I have an optimistic view on it. And it partly is because I think it's so much easier to be an ally today more now than ever. And um, I noticed you guys didn't really know exactly what an ally is, but all of you are allies. All of mm-hmm. you are practicing allies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ingrained in our culture. On Twitter, a lot of the time, if anybody tweets something whack, you get somebody quote tweeting it saying, that's not cool, that's not funny, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. Right. You know, people aren't really praising bullying anymore. They're praising positivity, thinking, mm-hmm. and inclusiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I think it's important. But enough of me talking. I would love to go around the circle and have um, people share if they've had an experience where someone has been an ally or you yourself has been an ally in a situation uh, it can be anything small, anything big. Mm. I take your time to think about it. I know I was trying to think about it on the way here, and I was like, "Man, I chose this topic, and I don't know if I've ever even done it." <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Good. I definitely have been an ally for a few times. This is Haley, by the way, from LA. A little pastor would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work at a, a disability. Um, what's it called? Senior citizen home. Uh-huh. And they were, all my patients were seizure pac- patients and they had disabilities. Not not just regular disabilities like can't walk or move around like they were somewhere Down syndrome or mm. um, other things, you know, in that area. Mental health. <clears throat> and so um, 4, 4 p.m. was med times where they take their medicines. And I wasn't med certified at the time, so I was just being observant. And um, there was this girl, her name was Blank. And mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all catch that? Yeah. Her name was Blank. And she she had a problem with me when I first got there, but that's neither here nor there. So it was med time and she's giving everybody medicine and I'm watching and it was she was she tapped this uh one of the men, he was about sixty he was um, about 5'2". He mm-hmm. was really a small guy. He was in a wheelchair. Um, and none of them could talk either. And so she said, Ty, get up. It's time for your medicine. And he didn't wake up. Mm. And she said it again, and he didn't wake up. So she punches him on top of his head. What? What? And I tackled her. Elder abuse. Yeah. And I tackled her, and I almost <laughs> strangled her. Wow. And I was like, I had to catch myself because I didn't want to catch a case. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and I and I was totally ignorant to the mandated reporting stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was very mad and I really wanted to hurt her. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I was like, he can't defend himself. Yeah. But if I defend him for him, are you going to be, are you going to be okay with that? I didn't even hit him. I didn't do, I was like, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. So basically I was on his side right. helping him because he couldn't defend himself. Right. And That's I have an a few situations like that. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's yeah. an awesome example of <clears throat> where being an ally doesn't necessarily mean you're being an ally to a minority or no, even just it was just a right and wrong. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Where you see something, you didn't have to do anything, you didn't have to say anything, mm-hmm. but you decided to defend mm-hmm. somebody that couldn't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's really powerful. Cool. And he could have had a seizure. It could like they all were seizure patients. Right, right. Yeah, so seriously. I thought about all the negative. Right. No, I wouldn't hurt that girl. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess one time I was having a hard time thinking. 
Oh, this is Nia, by the way, y'all. Um, so I was having from Cleveland. Yeah, from <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> I was having a hard time thinking of an exact time where I was an ally. But um, back to soccer season, I used to play soccer like all my life. But in high school, I played uh, soccer for a place called uh, Beachwood High School, and like a lot of the girls there were like really clicky Mm -hmm. and um if you weren't in their clique they were like really mean to you Mm -hmm. and so I wasn't really in anybody's clique or anything like that but there was this one girl that I will not say her name blank blank Blank. one girl named blank (laughs) uh the girls were particularly mean to her all the time like they would make like these little jokes they'd say stuff on the slide like about her and call her all types of names saying like she was like a hoe and things like that Mm -hmm. and so like it was a few times where I had to be like excuse me (laughs) and I used to have to like tell them about themselves and like tell them like back off of her yeah because it was bothering me that this girl was like constantly getting bullied by all these other girls Mm. um that you know were the same ways they were calling her (laughs) so it was like you need to check yourself before you try to check somebody else Mm. and so I was you know her ally wow that's good Mm. that's good (laughs) yeah Okay, um, this is Daniela. So, um, a time I remember being an ally was when, uh, two summers ago, um, I worked in the fields with my mom and um, cousins and aunts who usually, like, worked in the, in the, like, in a group. It's always, like, family. Mm-hmm. So, um, the one, she wasn't, like, in charge. She wasn't, like, the boss. It was just, like, um, someone who would tell us, what to do because the boss the boss said so mm-hmm. so um we were doing our job correctly and it was she had separated us from our moms so it was my cousin she's a girl and then my other cousin a guy and um for the first time in forever i feel like we were actually like really into our our to our work because we were not talking we were not messing around mm-hmm. whatsoever the fact was and we were separated into that one group with um two other ladies and the two other ladies were talking when the when the one who was um supposedly in charge mm-hmm. um told us hey the work is supposed to be done this way but um i guess um the work hasn't been done correctly so you you guys are going to take out the whole the whole field wow until the end so that so that everything that's in the field like gets taken out and um so we we were doing our, our work correctly and um I'm guessing that the other two ladies were listening to what she was saying. So they were doing the the work up to half of the field mm-hmm. and they were jumping the the rows. Mm-hmm. They were jumping the rows and um so c- certain rows weren't made. They uh, maybe around 7 mm-hmm. and each like um row is what maybe like 1 mile and a half. Wow. So um we she came back and she was like, "Hey, um what's going on? There's seven rows missing. Um what were, what are you guys doing?" And um well we didn't say anything. Oh, we didn't we just said we oh we didn't leave them. She and then she referred to my like she just like faced my cousin and then she was like you've been you you've been doing your your good so well and now because you're freaking talking with your stupid cousins now you're not doing your stupid work she said that so it 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 like it got me so mad that i was like why are you even speaking to her like that Mm -hmm. um 
So it wasn't even my problem into which I stepped in. Mm -hmm. And um, to even like finish off, she wasn't the one who did the work, but my other cousin ended up doing the whole work that the other two ladies didn't do. Mm -hmm. So um, during break, uh, my mom was like, hey, um, I heard there was a problem with, with my with my um, daughter and my my um, my niece um, was going on. And she was like, oh, now I can't even eat my stupid sandwich correctly. And um, oh, wow. she got up and I was like, hey, you, you, she's just asking you a question. What's going on? You can't be speaking to, to my mom like that. She just asked if there was a problem. Mm. And um, she said, well, they didn't do their, their, their job correctly. They left seven rolls undone and blah, blah, blah. And then um, that's when I came in. I was like, uh-uh, you, you, um, you know, like you perfectly know that we were um, taking out our rolls correctly from the start. We weren't going to stop to do like half the road if we knew they were supposed to be done all the way because mm-hmm. it's so much walking. And after being out in that hot sun for the longest yeah. time ever, yeah. it was it was so bad. So I it was when I felt like, because family to me has been meant everything for me. Mm. So when it's like family, oh no, you, you're doing, you're doing like not even like family itself, like friends. If you're my friend, you're no longer my friend. You're my family. Mm. So um, I, I, that's when I was like, oh, you know, this, this has to stop. Mm-hmm. This has to stop. I called the boss. The, the main we called the main boss and then we got him there and then um the next year the the lady wasn't working there anymore wow. and so things got done i was like yeah i'm not gonna allow this to happen wow. yeah so my mom was like well my cousin she's not the best cousin with me well she wasn't at that mm-hmm. time but i feel like now she's like reflecting on herself on on how like i stood up for her but now I feel like we have like a better relationship just mm-hmm. because I, w- I I stood up for her and I showed yeah. her like allyships too, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that was nice. me. I noticed something about y'all allies. Y'all be fighting for people, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, you <laughs> got to. I mean, you cut the grass. Well, I didn't uh, tell y'all nothing yet. <laughs> my story is not gonna be as violent. I was finna go there. Yeah. <laughs> I think. That I, I can relate to this. One day I'm at a meeting with blank. With blank. Right. There's uh, there nine other blanks there. Mm-hmm. And we happen to be talking about students of color mm-hmm. in the university and um, the types of students that have been matriculating through the university. When blank suggested that because we've chosen to serve those kind of people, then we have to settle for those kind of results. And I lost oh, it. I, I need oh to know what these people are. No. <laughs> I, need to, I need to know what You can those fill in people. the blank. Okay, what are well, those just results? just remember, I worked at three universities. But what are those and, results? And that's not a part of my narrative. <laughs> We'll worry about that I'm later. talking about allyship, right? <laughs> but sitting, being the only person of color at the table, I lost it. Mm-hmm. And I lost it because I recognized that those people you're talking about are my people, right? right? <laughs> and I felt what I call is what is what a righteous indignation feels like mm-hmm. when people who are in the margins don't have a voice, but you are at the table to speak up for them, mm-hmm. right? And before I know it, I shut down the meeting, right? Oh. 
those people are my people. Now define for us what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And then I went into the theological position about all people being made in the image of God mm-hmm. and having the same value. Mm-hmm. And the meeting was over. Now why did I say that? I said that that sometimes allyship costs you something. Mm-hmm. It sure. didn't cost my seat at the table, but mm-hmm. I was quickly marginalized for my willingness to be an ally. Mm-hmm. I could have been the silent minority at the table and refused to align myself with those people who were being marginalized mm-hmm. and or talked about. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I don't know where Drew is going with her second question, but sometimes I recognize that being an ally, it will cost you. Mm-hmm. It will mm-hmm. cost you, right? And uh, so, But I'm happy today that I did that. Now, I do know that blank... That raised that question is no mm-hmm. longer with us here today. Oh, good. Yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. Blake gotta go. Blake gotta go. <laughs> Allyship <laughs> is hard work. Yeah. What do you think, Drew? You brought up a few points that I wanted to discuss next. One of the main ones is using your seat at the table to promote and try to help those who don't have one. And it's interesting uh, for a lot of us, because we are already minorities, speaking as an ally, so it's a little bit different. And a lot of the time we are giving up something, or Mm -hmm. the fact that we are a minority, a lot of the time the majority will look at us and kind of discount whatever we think, because Mm -hmm. obviously we're going to be biased. Mm -hmm. Um, So another part of allyship that I wanted to discuss is using that seat at the table, using your privilege uh, as somebody that is a majority where it's kind of like you talked about that one show uh, Chelsea what was it called hello. oh yeah hello hello privilege yeah I'm here yeah she mm-hmm. as a as a white woman people are gonna listen to her differently mm-hmm. when she says the same words as someone else and she's kind of using that privilege to the advantage of, of all of us mm-hmm. instead of just for herself and mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is one of the most important parts of allyship because that's how a lot of change is going to have to come that way. Yeah. As sad yeah. as it is, yeah. it's, it's going to have to be the white men mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. in order for a lot of people to listen. Yeah. So using that, I want to transition into uh, talking about allyship when it comes to America. Uh, we have... Lots of leaders in the government today that may or may not consider themselves an ally and may or may not be doing the opposite of what an ally should do. There's a couple examples that I could think of right now. Um, I don't know if you guys want to take the wheel on it, but I'll start with this one. Um, I don't want to butcher her name. Her first name is Greta. She's the 16-year-old who has been advocating for climate change. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's uh-huh. a very big voice. A lot of yeah. things are happening with her. Yeah. but. Um, there was a uh, GOP Twitterist who mm-hmm. uh, tweeted a picture of her with her uh, two plaits, two braids, and basically likened her to a Nazi because, uh, yeah, I could show you the tweet. In Germany, that's how they wore their hair, so there must be some kind of wow. connection to that, wow. which is so upsetting, right? Wow. But. All I saw after that were people after people quote tweeting that saying, what is wrong with you? Why are Mm. you saying this? This is wrong. 
And those were the tweets that were gaining traction, calling him out for that, because that's just wrong. And mm-hmm. I think that is so... The, the fact that social media can make it so that we all can have a voice in uplifting others is really cool. Um, but I wanted to say, political-wise, I know, Haley, you're a criminal justice major. Mm-hmm. Police brutality. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, when there's an officer um, abusing their power and their body cam records or somebody near records, it hits Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram and stuff like that. And you get a thousand and million comments of how it's wrong and, and some people try to justify why it makes sense. But the vast majority is why it's wrong. So I see the allyship within that. But it doesn't change. Yeah. What does it? Unfortunately. There's still police brutality. Mm. They know they're being recorded. Mm. They know that they have a body mm-hmm. cam. Except it, now we see it more often. We or, see, yes, yeah. Right. We see it more often, but the allyship doesn't work with that. Mm. I just feel like it's just increased. Mm. Yeah, because people are seeing it all over social media, all over the news, and other um, like white cops will see that and they're like, oh well, okay, that I gives me the called. permission to you know, you know, shoot a, another black man because. Mm. The other cop that did it didn't get in trouble. Yeah, mm. they the charges got dropped, or they weren't, um, you know, nothing brutally happened to them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Well, what about the guys that are losing their jobs now? Like you lose your job for it, you don't go to prison, or you don't get any time. But that's, that's not, not doing enough. enough. Okay. It's not <laughs> a life compared to a job. Doesn't very good. That's not. Just that's not to see justice. what you were thinking. What mm. you were that's thinking. not justice. And justice is. But now, because of allyship, mm. people are speaking out. More boldly about that now, right? Yeah, true. Yes, they are saying protests. Okay. Yes, there's more protests. There's more uh, activists about it. There's more big meetings that's broadcasted about it. But I don't really see it changing. Systemic change. Yeah. The system's changing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just I feel like there needs to be a different approach. Mm -hmm. Um. There needs to be more allies if higher power in the police systems, police departments, I'm sorry, um, that, I don't know, they need to have some type of, uh, some type of, like, cruel punishment for people like Mm. that. And I honestly don't know how it would change, but Mm -hmm. um, it needs to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. I feel like they just, when stuff like that happens, they find ways to cover up or make it justifiable instead Mm -hmm. of, instead of just prosecuting that person. Mm -hmm. That's true. Now here's a little pushback. There was a case in New um, Chicago where a uh, unarmed black man was killed, shot several times. Mm -hmm. They found out he had some mental health issues and the police officer that shot him did lose his job, did get incarcerated, and now the family are going after him for um, also some resources and the Chicago Police Department. But that's one in many cases that's very rare. I can Google something right now, and I bet you something happened five minutes ago. I would argue, though, it was the public outrage and the allyship that in that case forced the hand of the system to do something. So I think I'm 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 vibing with Drew when she gets on this that allyship does matter, right? Mm-hmm. And we are living for the first time in human history, I think, where we've been able to see so many allies rally instantly. Like mm-hmm. soon as something said mm-hmm. or done, boom, you have a public response. True. Whereas before that wasn't the case. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, no, I 
I truly do believe that um, there it's like really rare when um, someone decides to to be an ally. Um, I can put an example for you. Um, my parents not so long ago they went to Denny's to eat and. Um, this black man was sitting at, at a table and um, just I feel like because of his his looks or I'm guessing the way he was dressed they thought of that he was what maybe homeless or um, something like that and the the one the one the one one of the workers there uh, they 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 made a comment and were like hey is he even supposed to be able to sit here wow. or or wow. I don't know I don't know exactly what was going on but um, I remember my parents saying that a white man um, old man already uh, he he was sitting like a few seats away and he was like he was like Hey, um, if y'all need help, um, I can help you get rid of him or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, um, as soon as um my my parent well my parents obviously reacted reacted to something like that because my parents um themselves have been in situations where where because just because we're Hispanic we're not allowed to be at some place right <laughs> so um wow. my my sister was about to get up but um someone else did it before she did so mm. i have um it's really hard to be an ally but like see the other person who did stand up um could could have made a change mm -hmm. or like if if it were to be out in the news like other people see and they're like oh you know that's that's truly something that that someone someone is doing and and that we should do too because it we we see it on a daily it happens mm -hmm. on a daily i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure oh yeah yeah so it, it it's like it's hard to be an ally i know that but um it, it's rare that mm -hmm. all people do it because some people let it happen and even but even sometimes our own our own race let that happen mm -hmm. because it, it's happened yeah we sometimes go against each other and it's hard to... Mm -hmm. um, Why yeah. is it hard to be an ally? Well, because I feel like um, they some some are scared. Some mm -hmm. are scared to stand yeah, up scared. and because yeah. of... of of maybe the consequences that 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 um may follow um through like um standing up for someone so like when i stood up for my cousin i had i i knew that I, that i could have lost my job which um mm -hmm. i did because everyone there lost their job because of the of problem and um. so i did and see that's what um people are scared of so um or if someone like stands up for someone else, there's always consequences to something, and I feel like there's always that mm. one fear of everyone, you know, like. But if I do this, this is gonna happen. So mm. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want anything to happen. But I mean, if you if you've been an ally for for a long time, then you didn't even you didn't even think about it. It's just like something that just pops up, and you're like, hey, mm -hmm. hey, you know, you do something about it. No, rather than just sit and think about it and let things happen. Yeah. And then once you know, it, the problem has been done. It's been dealt with. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also uh, think another reason why allyship can be considered hard, and it touches on what you were saying about the police, is that uh, look at the leader of America today. Look at the face of the leader of America today. There's always something in the news about him. But um, a couple days ago, I have just like an example that the Trump admin says, 
The UNC and Duke program portray Islam too positively, ask them to change or risk losing funding. This is the president of the United States asking these major colleges that they are portraying a minority group too positively. Mm. Mm, the leader true. of America is actively advocating for a divisive nature of groups to demonize groups, to make them feel like they're not welcome here. And so obviously being an ally and disagreeing with what the leader of America thinks is going to be difficult, especially because those mm. police that are in power obviously feel like they're in the right because look who we have as our president. Look mm -hmm. what he believes. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, so yeah, being an ally in that kind of climate is, is difficult. Powerful. I feel like this though. I feel like it can't be that hard because when I feel like when you watch bad, you're just as guilty by not stopping it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like you might as well be the person doing it. For sure. So I feel like it's it wouldn't well my standing. It's yeah. not hard for me to be an ally because I can't watch wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have such a kind heart a and are so heart. compassionate. <laughs> yeah. I think we give I've lost the rest three jobs. <laughs> There you go. I did not care. We give the rest of the world, we kind of put them on the standards that we have ourselves, and we forget that the vast majority of the world, unfortunately, hasn't learned or doesn't have the heart that we have. Right, right. and I think I yeah. think what you, you talked about, the heart is so good. Haley is has the position of a, a justice person. So she has this sense of justice that runs deep in her, right? right. And when you see an injustice... You can't sit back I and can't. do it, right? It's, gonna, it's like an itch. Yeah. yeah. I, Jesus was that way. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Jesus one time told the disciples, because they were trying to stop the little kids mm -hmm. from coming to him. He said, stop, knock it off. Let them come to me, for such is the kingdom of God. That was one issue, right? And mm -hmm. those were his crew that was with him. Another issue was a woman who was caught in adultery. Mm -hmm. She was guilty, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. of a crime. But he stood up for her, right? And mm -hmm. then accused the accuser said, now the first one of you who've not done this sin, throw the first stone. They, they, throw they, all, they all dropped oh, their rock. Jesus is the ultimate ally. That's right. <laughs> the ultimate Thank you. Right? That's right. That's right. He is. I think that's what he calls us to do, right? Yeah. But you said something powerful, daughter, about um, the president and those that side with injustice or racist homophobia, whatever that may be, right? Those are matters of the heart. Mm. And we were talking about in church on yesterday, yeah. what comes out of the heart, right? How this wickedness and this evil and all this stuff comes out of a human heart. That's how somebody can see, like in Daniela's case, see a man sitting in the restaurant and just because he's homeless or broke or whatever, in, uh, they want to kick him out because he doesn't belong. But justice says, no, you belong. Guess what else justice says? Are you hungry? Right. Mm -hmm. Can I buy you something to eat? Or whatever he's having, yeah. I'm paying for it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's more than I think being an ally, speaking up, it goes further. Mm -hmm. Dr. King understood that too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just enough to tweet about it, talk about it, make some noise about it. But now let's engage the systems mm -hmm. that have created the disproportionate behavior or the evil activity against another uh, race. We got about a minute, uh, ladies. This has been incredible, Drew. We 30 minutes into it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's, let's 
Swing around. Drew, you got another question for us, or you want us to summarize our thoughts? What do you want, daughter? Uh, let's summarize our thoughts. Oh, I don't know. Y'all go first. Uh, Okay, (laughs) Pastor, you did kind of what I was hoping towards the end. Um, Really, ultimately, allyship has to do with uh, the Bible and loving your neighbor. Mm. That's it's just uh, you know Gen Z millennial way of saying it. That's palatable for everyone, but that's what it boils down to. Is that good, daughter? Powerful. Swing this way. Okay, so, um, like she said, um, everything that's based off of the Bible is, like, um, what we learn, but for for most part, um, it, it usually um, comes from who teaches us, mm. and and how our teachings are, are or influences, too, because um, you can be, you, you can always hang out with a real, really bad person and you'll still decide to be an ally just because that's you and because you've been taught that way rather than you listen to your influence, right? So like our parents that, that teaches us um, things, like for example, well, I've always been taught that God, God is good with everyone no matter what circumstance you're, you're going through. So, so he will always, um, he will always, forgive you for your sins no matter what sin mm. it could possibly be so he, he'll he'll stand with you right but um i feel like there's people who don't 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 really um apply that to themselves mm-hmm. or they don't look into it so it's just hard for everyone it's hard for them um to to be allies just because they live with the fear of like having to wow. um, deal with the rest of the like circumstances that comes along with being an ally but um like Haley, she's she wasn't scared. She lost three jobs and look right. at her now. <laughs> look at her now. She's standing high with the eyelashes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like that, Danielle. Well, I think allyship is so important, and um, it's something that needs to be more promoted. Um, and I think they've been doing a lot better lately with the uh, non-bullying and being an ally mm. um, within the school systems and things like that. Uh, yeah. But I feel like a lot of people need to stop thinking so much about what the consequences are mm. for standing up for somebody or a group of people mm. and think about how how much it's going to affect them and mean to them for them to have somebody stand up for them. Mm. Like to, to give them that voice because your voice is so important. Mm-hmm. So if you if you feel like you're voiceless, or if you don't, if your voice is not as powerful as somebody else's, mm-hmm. then allow them. Like they need to be the ones speaking up for mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. and they need to be the ones um, making an impact. You know, throughout the world. That's deep. That's deep, Nia. Thank you. <laughs> so there is a cost that accompanies allyship, right? There's a cost. Yeah. It takes courage, mm-hmm. it does a lot. but there's a cost. We might, you know, be terminated like Haley, whatever. That but means. sometimes it's worth it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Speak up. It may cost your life too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Daughter, what do you think? Um, I feel like allyship is very, very, very important. And I also feel that um, you need to have your own mind in order to be an ally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Own mind. Mm-hmm. Because, like yeah. Danielle said, like whoever taught you, and I'm gonna keep it a hundred. My parents didn't teach me a lot of right. They did mm-hmm. not teach me a lot of wrong. Mm-hmm. But I picked mm-hmm. up a book. Mm-hmm. I listened to a teacher. I I decided to go to mm-hmm. school. Yeah. I did everything opposite, mm-hmm. and now I'm teaching them. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you have to have your own mind because if you keep seeing wrong. It, it does something to you like I don't want to do that. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not working. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't really agree with the who's mm-hmm. teaching you. You just need to have your own mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. 
good. Drew, incredible. Incredible job. I can't wait to see what happens on Wednesday. So let's give it up for Drew, you guys. Powerful time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys. This has been a window to look through with the wonderful ladies, the students ambassadors of Fresno Pacific University. I'm your pastor. We love you, and you can't do a thing about it. <laughs> and we're out. Bye. Bye.